Welcome to NaFam, the podcast. Welcome. 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 How are you today? Oh, it's I'm fantastic. You I'm amazing. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. You're amazing. Say that again? Nice. Wait, was that a, was that a question? You are fantastic, or was that you are fantastic? Both. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Um. You know what I want to start with today? I don't. I want to start with what I learned how you really truly view me. I learned that today. I learned that this morning. I had a real what? wake up call about that. When? All from one simple interaction this okay. morning. Can you think of what, can you guess? No, I can't. Okay, really? It was I, this morning we had an interaction. I was like, wow, that sums up exactly your impression of me. Was that about making you coffee? No. Was it running? <laughs> was it... No, you did resist making me coffee this morning. And I, did. I said, the thing is, is it's my favorite part of every single day. And you're asking me yeah. to to not experience that I just, today. But that's not what I'm talking I about. I just asked you. Yeah. So on that note, I <clears> just <throat> said, for one day of the week, could you just maybe make, make yourself coffee or make me coffee? That would I be nice. I said I nice. could, but it's the one thing I look forward yeah. to and so I was every like, single morning, okay. every single day. I'm sorry to hear that. Like, right now, I'm very excited about the idea. I'm sorry to hear that that's the thing you look forward to the most. coffee in the morning. Anyway, okay, no, but, so I do not know. I'm trying to think of what other interaction we might have had that would have... Well, this morning, I went downstairs before you, and I was um, sipping on some water. I wasn't sipping. I was chugging down some water because we were planning to go for a run. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I gotta go let the dogs out. And then you were calling for Lou, who was um, in the other room, and his he had been in his crate overnight. Uh huh. And but he was not in his crate at this. He was point not in, time. in his crate. Yeah. So you were like, "Where's Lou? Where's Lou? I don't understand. Where's oh. Lou?" <laughs> and I know where you're going with this. Couldn't think of any possible scenario other than he's missing. Okay. And so. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, maybe he was kidnapped. And you were like considering that for a little bit. Yes, I was considering that. I was like, whoa, this is seriously, you, wow. There was like okay. this, there was like this 10% Never, part ever of me. Never considered that I had let him outside. Yeah, there was like this 10% part of me. It's like, <laughs> did she let him out? That, no, no. And he's hard of hearing. So you have to literally like find where he's at uh-huh. and call him like right in front of him to get his attention. Thanks, Rudy. That's yeah. fantastic. But <laughs> um, squeaky, yeah, I would say there was a 10% uh, possibility in my head that likelihood that you let him out. What was the percentage that he had been abducted from our house overnight? <laughs> what percentage was that taking up? Well, possibility or hoping? <laughs> oh, I'm, no. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, zero. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. So, but you yeah. definitely thought maybe he escaped, and then he was somewhere else in the house. <laughs> I just thought he was maybe in another room. But that. And was, then when I because when I even joked like maybe he got kidnapped like when you when you, you still were I think considering like but where is he? Yeah, when you when you went that far, and then that's when it kind of like a little light bulb was like, oh, did you let him out? Like. Yeah, but I think it took another like at least thirty-five but, seconds for you to be like, did you let him out? Let's just put this on the record. <laughs> This is how unlikely it is that you no, would have let him out. No, it's not. It's actually not. <laughs> okay, and so even on. prior to that, you said, when you go downstairs, will you feed the dogs? And I was like, maybe. And then I let I let the dog out because you didn't let him out. You let the other dog out, but not that dog. So I let him out because I'm like, oh, you poor dog. Your daddy didn't even let you out yet. So let him out, filled up Rudy's water, and then you come downstairs and decide to fill up Rudy's water because I don't know I didn't do it the right way or you needed oh to maintain your martyr status I don't know I had some water left from last night that's your in excuse a cup. that's your excuse I do but it all I the time I do it like, like every she morning didn't do it right she didn't do it right no that had nothing so, to do with that sure sure but Jim. I did have to ask you if when you let Lou out he has to wear a diaper now because he's yes. g- going to the bathroom sometimes yes um in the house all so the time. he wears a diaper <laughs> and uh anyway. I had to ask you, did you at least take his diaper off when yeah. you let him out? And you, you did. did. 
Yeah. Shockingly, you did. Why would you, you ask me that? Because you've let him out before with his diaper on him. I'm like, who lets a dog out with his diaper on? That's cruel. <laughs> it's not cruel. It's terrible. It's That's... only because I know that I have to. he has to come back in and I might have to be leaving the house and I can't supervise him and he does not let me so put a diaper the, back so on So what's him. the point of letting him outside then? <laughs> to go to the bathroom <laughs> in his diaper so then he can come back in if he didn't go in his diaper? Jim, I took his diaper uh, off. I took his diaper off. You, <laughs> you the, did today. The only you reason did. why that happened in the past is because he went outside when when the other dog went outside. I didn't have time. Are to Are we take not it naming off. the other dog? His name is Rudy. I don't think it's a secret. He's he there's went no confidentiality. With Rudy one yeah. day, and he escaped before I was able to take his diaper off. So he ran around with his diaper on outside for a little yeah. bit. Yes. Yeah. Well, I did Rudy. I did Lou a favor this morning because unlike you, Rudy woke up in the morning at like six Sunday. So I got up and. Of course, I got up and let him out before I made you coffee. I let him outside, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna wake Lou up and let him out. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna let Rudy out. Lou's still sleeping. I'm gonna let this uh-huh. little old man dog sleep. <laughs> That's not really why, but he was still sleeping, so I didn't wake him up and okay. take him out. Okay, I just didn't want to deal with both of them. Then I would have had to take his diaper off. To let him out. Well, I let him out and you didn't believe me. Nope, I didn't. That's, <laughs> That's the again, summary of that story. how unlikely it is that you <laughs> would let true. him out with me being home. I, okay, yeah, if you, with you being With home. me being home. Correct. That, I want to clarify that. So yes. much when you're not here and so I just sometimes need a break. That's funny. <laughs> so what did that tell you? What did you glean from that about what I think of you? That you're drama. Oh, that I'm drama? <laughs> no. That's well. I don't know. What do you think? That I mean. I kind of feel like that goes without saying. That wh- okay. What well, you, I was just curious. What what I feel your like that story was. captures the takeaway. It does. I don't think it warrants okay. any other further. I didn't know if you wanted to put dialogue like, direct about that words to that. But. What do you think it means? Do you want to put more direct words to it? Nope. Okay. I think I think it sums speaks it up perfectly. Right? It speaks for itself. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah, but then we went. We went on a run outside together. That was really that was beautiful. Nice. Mm-hmm. We were going to go kayaking, and we decided that was too much of a task to take on based on all the things that we had to do today because we went to a graduation. Yeah, and in hindsight, graduation. I'm glad we didn't go kayaking because we would have had to skip out on some other stuff that we got done that was good to get done. However, it was about the most gorgeous, perfect morning to go kayaking out mm-hmm. on the lake and literally nobody i mean there were a couple fishermen out there but that was it like the lake was still the sun was shining it would have been a beautiful morning to mm-hmm. go kayaking it was a beautiful morning to go for a jog yes a yog a yog what's yeah, that just the j oh okay yeah okay it's european it was really some nice european <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah it was it was we haven't done that in a long time i know it was nice yes and it's I'm glad that I had the idea to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that was your idea. No, for I'm glad sure. that you had the idea to do it because I was thinking. I think it was Friday. You were thinking. I was thinking. Well, here's the thing. I was thinking on Friday. I'm like, we don't have any plans tonight. I need to like. I haven't worked out, and it's been probably a couple of weeks now. Mm, couple months. I need, and I'm like, well, who's counting? I'm like, I should, I should <laughs> run too. I haven't ran. I should run. And then Nathan was in regionals for track and field. And you're like, we should go. And I was like, we should go. It's kind of <laughs> far away, but you're right. We should go. And yeah. I'm a pretty shitty dad for not being like, we're going. Right. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. There's no <laughs> excuse for that. Like, we need to go. Yeah. We and, typically, uh, I mean, we typically go to all the kids stuff. We do. We the do. thing with track and field is it often falls when it's like a regional or an invite that's further away, it typically falls like during the work day. So there's just no way around it. Yeah, this one was in the evening. And yes, so they start. They started. They, yeah, they didn't start first thing in the morning. So it was yeah. far away. But he didn't race till like eight. So it was like, oh no, we can actually go and watch him race because yes, usually it's like, oh, he's racing at two o'clock or three right. o'clock or something, and right. yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, so. which worked out great because when we got there, tell us. It worked out great because he had a great race. He had, he PR'd. And then like when we were there, I was like, oh, this is my, this is where, you know, it's, I have a friend that lives there. So I just texted her and I was like, hey, thinking of you, I'm at Grand Ledge High School right now. And then she responded back with a picture of her and like, because I used to work with her and like all of our work buddies hanging out literally a mile away, having a couple of drinks. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm coming. <laughs> 
Are you guys going to be around for a little bit? So we did. We got to catch up with them, and that was really nice. Yeah. I enjoy them a lot. Yeah. I mean, we just had to watch a 10-minute race, basically, and then yeah. take off and go yeah. hang out over there so, for a while. Because, yeah, because that was, like, the thing. is like, oh, we're going to drive all the way out there to watch a 10-minute race because it's quite a hike, bit of a hike, but worked out well. Killed two birds with one stone. Two birds with one stone. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was ended up... It turned Friday night, our no plan Friday night, uh-huh. into a fun night. It sure did. Low-key, but fun. Yeah. Yeah. Set the stage for the rest of this weekend, which was just go, go, go. Yes. Go, go, go. Um, we drove through, yeah, because we, we went out to graduation, which was another trip back to the greater Lansing area. And um, we were driving through East Lansing, and it's always so weird to go drive through there because the streetscape is just, there's just so much buildup from when I used to live there. But you know what I noticed was really sad about our drive through East Lansing today? I don't, but I think I you're going to tell us. I read about it, but then to see it with my own two eyes was so sad. The East Lansing Quality Dairy Stores are no longer. Oh. Do you know how often I went to those stores on the daily? So I didn't pay attention <laughs> to that. So what are yeah. they now? Did they get Nothing. bought up? They were abandoned. They're just all... Right now they're abandoned. The two buildings are abandoned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I know. I'm sorry, There's honey. There's like nothing left there from the well, good old days. Things change. Things do all change. All good things must come to an end. Change is inevitable. Yes. Yeah. 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 So... <laughs> No, You're actually, thinking of something to say. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. You jumped ahead to today, and Do you I want was, to talk about the um, nipple that you grew on your neck this week. Um, I will let you. I think you should talk about it. Story. It's yours. There's not much. I mean, okay. So I didn't grow a nipple on my neck. But yeah, you did. <laughs> it may look like that, but I had a um, mole type thing, which a few years ago I had this. Thing on my neck little i don't even remember what it looked like back then anyway the doctor was like well it's probably not a big deal but i want to you know take it and have it biopsied uh-huh. and so they did he mm-hmm. came back and said it's nothing you're good mm-hmm. stitched it up mm-hmm. called it a day it's been driving you nuts ever and, since yeah ever since then ever since it's been stitched up it's like kind of got it where it kind of sounds gross but scabs over a little bit sometimes uh-huh. and like i've put lotion on it constantly uh-huh. anyway it was more annoying than it was in the first place yeah but every he's looked at it since and he's like oh whatever. yeah he's like it's just a keloid which i guess is just a fatty like tissue because uh-huh. that's what it was yeah. anyway long story short well, you talked me into going to see yes. a an actual dermatologist just for a skin check for a skin check i was like you're yep. getting to the age where you need to have your skin checked regularly so i did that uh, a couple weeks ago i think uh-huh. it was and they said he, he didn't like it. He looked at it. He goes, I don't yeah, like it. it could be nothing, <laughs> but I don't really like it. So we're going to do a little, we're going to shave it. And we're going to send it off and see what it comes back as. And you won't hear from us unless, yeah. you know, there's something to talk about. Yeah. So, which is funny because they called you back. Like, can I just say they called you back last week and just left you a voicemail saying they need to talk to you about the results. And then you were like, we played, you played phone tag with them for like another several days. days. And then we were in DC on our way to DC and they call you yeah. and they told you that it was, pre, it was just precancerous and they wanted to cut it out entirely or would burn it off, whatever. Liquid nitrogen and freeze it off. Yeah. And you were all like, um, I'm out, of, I'm out of town right now. Can I call you back to reschedule? I'm like, Jim, schedule it right now. You're on the phone. Just schedule it. It needs to be taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just driving, okay? Obviously, it wasn't. Any- so I had got the, re- the results through the portal, and uh-huh. I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it sounds like it's nothing. But it wasn't. And then they called, and I told you. I'm like, oh, I got the results, and it's nothing. And then uh-huh. it was like, so I'm not worried about calling. Anyway, yes, finally got a hold of them. Went you back got it in. Off. Didn't take long, but they burned it off. Which is not the point, which is great. But then you left the Band-Aid on for like five Two days. days. This was Thursday. And we're talking about yesterday, okay. two days. It was like two you weeks. You have no concept. <laughs> exactly. So in two but you days, took it off. I finally, because he told me, he said, I'm putting a Band-Aid on it just because it's dry on. dry heaving, vomiting, <laughs> passed out. He said, it's on a spot that can rub on your shirts with, you know, with collars and stuff. So I was like, okay, fine. So then he's like, but you can do anything. It doesn't matter. I'm like, all right. So I had no idea what it looked like. I just took the Band-Aid off. Didn't see it. Had no clue. And then you're like, oh my God, what is that on your neck? I think you need to like call them first thing in the morning and like you're freaking out. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, what does it look like with liquid nitrogen? And then I'm like, oh no, that's 
what it looks Which like. Which they probably should have told you because it was that startling. I know. He was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. And like, it's totally fine. <laughs> like, you don't have to wait to, you know, go swimming or whatever, you know, and then shower. It, and then it burst. As soon as, it, yeah, as soon as I took the bayonet off because then it had exposure and it was gross. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, that was yeah. not pleasant. So that was a fun story. Yeah, I'm glad you... Uh, but you've covered it up uh, now, so I don't know. So it's okay. I don't have to look well, at I it put anymore. A, I just put another Band-Aid on it because, <laughs> <I know. laughs> yes. So, which they say, what did I say, two to four weeks? So I hope the hell it's gone like in a couple weeks because uh-huh. it is it is very gross looking and it's on my neck. So it's very visible. But yeah, fun story. That was a fun story. Uh-huh. And yeah. they said like the likelihood of it turning into cancer is very, I mean, it's not, it might be 10% or something. It's not like it's. Well, yeah, we got to remove it now so that it doesn't. Yeah. So that's, I'm glad, I'm glad that, I'm glad that I told you you had to go to the dermatologist. Me too. I was actually, when I went in there, it was a very quick appointment. They were quick in and out, but I was feeling pretty good because I'm like, oh, I have all these like moles and spots all over my body that I've had forever. And mm-hmm. he's like explaining each one very thoroughly but at the same time like yep nothing to be concerned about everything looks good mm-hmm. and then he gets to that one and he's like i don't know about this one uh-huh but That's i was good. like oh i've already had it done before they already biopsied it once like it's gonna be fine like no big deal yeah yeah but so. they're thorough that's good yep good story it is a good story <laughs> i think everybody needed to know about that this week yes um so we have another trip planned this week we do we do yeah did we already talk about it i mean we've talked about it we've talked about it you know i think yes we have talked about it but i think we have yeah i mean yeah we did but i'm looking forward to it just a long weekend where are we going we are going to ithaca new york yes upstate new york to cornell university yes which we did talk about but um i hope i didn't look at the weather i'm hoping it's going to be I think it's nice. gonna. I think it's gonna be nice. I don't know. I guess I don't know about precipitation. Um, have I mentioned that I've been there before? I've been there you, twice. You have. You told the whole troll doll story and everything else. I did here. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I did? I've heard it so many times. I think you've told it here. I told. I just. I just told it to somebody else. So that's why I don't know if I've told it here. But okay. I won't. T- I'm sorry. I won't tell it again. No, then. I'm pretty sure you'll have to go back. But I think you. Okay. I think you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna go back. It's like a needle in a haystack. <laughs> I think it was recent. I think it was recently. Anyway, okay. might even been the last episode. Okay. But so, yeah, we are taking off Friday and uh, going to head out there for a couple of days to go check out Cornell University as a pipe dream for Nathan. And also just to go kind of spend a couple of days in the area because it's supposedly it's gorgeous. It's a very beautiful campus. Can I say supposedly? 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 Supposedly. I'm kidding. It's a very beautiful campus. Like, I remember that. I The pictures look amazing. I hope that I still have that feeling about it. I mean. Yeah, maybe you'll get me let down now. Maybe. Maybe you have it built up in your head. Maybe we let, shouldn't I'm go. I'm going to let you down now. Should we cancel it? I'm going to let you down now. That's what's going to happen. Rudy but, is being a lot of fun right he now. He is. Well, I feel bad because he has been um, comfortably in his crate all day. Yeah, he has. <laughs> since we were gone. And then we let him out for a few minutes to go Yeah. run around and do all that. Now he's like, hey, what's up, guys? Mm-hmm. And trying to get acting like he hasn't been in this room ever in his life. I know, sniffing around, exploring everything. Um, on turning every stone. Anyway, so yeah, what are you most excited about this weekend? What am I most excited about? I'm most excited about maybe having everybody together, um, travel and getting away. Because somebody was just asking me that too. They're like, you, but you've just you just traveled. I'm like, you just got away. And I'm like, yeah, but like, um, it's it's for some reason it's more relaxing to travel. For me, when everybody's together. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing, just being together and traveling. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we've done that. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, it's going to be a, somewhat of a long drive, eight hours each mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the same thing, just all being together and doing something. Like DC was really cool, but it was just the three of us. Yes. That's us and Katie. The last time we all went on a trip together was in 2021. I so know. So it's been almost two years. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. I mean, not going to assuming everybody shows up, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, yeah. So I'm looking forward to everybody being together and I don't think that there's a huge pressure around anything. Yeah. That's what I like because there's no expectation. Like we're going to go obviously walk around the campus, uh-huh. check it out, but mostly it's just going to be somewhat of a relaxing weekend. Like there's no real agenda. Right. So I, yeah, my, I feel the same way about it. Yeah. So, and it's funny because my brother, um, when I was, I was there in 19, 
was it 1993? I don't know. I was the same age though because I was Katie's age and my brother, the same distance between Katie and the two boys that are going to be seniors next year. So um, we went the same, would have been the same time period, I think, was the summer before. You were the same. I saw that picture. You were the same age? Yeah, because I was going to go into ninth grade and my brother was going into 12th grade. No way. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. He sent a picture of him and I in front of the little waterfall thing that they have on campus. Makes there. sense, but that picture, I would guess like you're like in sixth grade or really? something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was Katie's age. So he's like, Yikes. you got to replicate that picture. <laughs> I know. So we're going to figure out, figure out who takes his place in the picture. You. That's going to be me and you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or we, we should probably do one be- with Katie and Nathan because uh, he is, uh, the, for some, you know, I have said before, like our kids, like our, it's interestingly enough, um, seem to be a direct reflection of the sub group I grew up in, like personality wise and like relationship dynamic and stuff. And he totally has always reminded me of that brother. I've always said that. And I, and I think it's interesting. They just, they probably share like, like if we're going to put people into like personality types or archetypes or whatever, like they fall in the same category. They're very, very similar. So we're going to make them wear a Michigan state sweatshirt then? Is that going to be the deal? We should. We <laughs> you should. said that's the only time I've ever worn a Michigan state sweatshirt. <laughs> I, know. I don't even know. I'm surprised he was even wearing one. <laughs> Yeah. So, yes, we've got that coming up. And then we're going to be a long drive. End of school year coming up. You're cool driving the whole whole ride. I don't really have a choice. Okay. So that's just the way it works. But yeah, I'm cool with it. Okay. Okay. All right. We're we're setting that expectation up front then. You are doing all the driving. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to get into that. What? On this. Well, I was, (laughs) no, I was just thinking about figuring out. Um, driving there, it worked out really well when we, when we went to DC to leave at 5:30 in the morning. That was ideal because we didn't hit any traffic the whole way, and we're going much the same way to New York as we are to DC. The first half is like the same drive, so I was thinking it would be nice to leave at that time. But there's a lot of variables with the dogs and other stuff, and then yeah, well, we'd have to figure out. So yeah, I'm not sure that that's possible, but. Yeah. I'm going to have to take another look and see what we can work out. Yeah. But we'll just rough it. That's fine. Sit in traffic if we have to. So, boring. Boring. Conversation. Boring. Boring. You got anything else? Not about that. No, I just, um, you know, it's just this time of year with school wrapping up. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it's like a whirlwind and yeah. it goes by so fast. This time of year is so stressful for people with children in school. I know. It's it's not right what they do to us. It's I know. not. It's just not. Everything's wrapping up, so there has to be some milestone or, or something between recitals and events. Uh-huh. You know, it's like that was regional exams. as well. If there's Nathan had a certain time, you'd be at states are next Friday <clears throat> and then there's exams and uh-huh. then there's, you know, all the end of the year stuff. And obviously yes. next year's graduation, but like this year we had two other graduations to go to. So mm-hmm. you're trying to mix that in with everything else. And it just, it does, it comes at you fast. And it mm-hmm. the, the thing I don't like about it is this is like the most beautiful time of year. Everything is starting to bloom. The sun is coming out more. You know, the days, just the weather is like ideal for being outside. Mm-hmm. And we're just on the run all the time. Mm-hmm. So instead of, getting the opportunity to really like this morning was awesome to go for the run, sit down by the lake for a couple minutes and, you know, just get to just be, but it just feels like this is the perfect time to do that. And for the month of May and June, we don't really get much of an opportunity to do that. No, no. What do you mean? No. Yeah. Cause there's so much to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. unfortunately the weather's so great for it too. So it's like, that's what I mean. Then you get to July and it's like, well now it's fucking hot outside. Uh-huh. And I mean, there's, you know, there's other things to do, but it's like now is now is just the ideal time to be out there. Yep. 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 <laughs> um what have you have you um been reading anything this week that's been interesting for you? Um no. No. No, I uh you know, I bought that book, the Kama Sutra book, which is the whole like text mm-hmm. translation and it, there's so much to it. But I'm going to be honest with you, like there's a lot of detail and I'm not talking about the sex stuff. Like that's not I'm not even, yeah. but just about the, how to live and how to, you know, be and, all, it, but it's a lot of tradition stuff that's talked about in there. And it's, um, it's not a real, you know, 
don't want to say interesting read. It's not a real exciting. You're not liking it. It's just not an exciting because it's not a story and it's not. Right. It's just broken up into like these little things and it's like oh and this and this and mm-hmm. this is you know they have parties and this is what you do when they gather and the, the different classes of people and the different. I mean it's just it's just a lot of information that's mm-hmm. presented, but it's mm-hmm. just not captivating in any real way. So not for you. No. Okay. So I have been I have been reading more of that but not a not a ton i did start listening to because for a while i i kind of went off into listening to music in the car and got away from podcasts a little bit mm-hmm. and so now i'm not 100 percent back into podcasts but i'm i probably 70 30 spend my time podcast versus music now trying to be like no mm-hmm. i need to get back into that like i do miss um i don't know sometimes it just gets a little monotonous no matter what it is whether it's yeah. music or whether it's podcast or whether it's you know uh, yeah. books uh you know audible books I do it's the like, same thing. I, I got. I got to shift. I got to have yeah. a different. And, and again, it goes back to this time of year too. There's a change in weather, and a, you know the season change, and it's like I, that music is just like it hits again. Like there's like this this vibe you get into. So, yeah. but, well, actually, I've been kind of away from the music thing too, though, because it was actually I think it's when we were in D.C. on our way driving and listening. Like that's actually it was like sparking my interest in um listening to music again because i've been kind of taking i've been kind of listening mostly to books and podcasts and my drives is what i'm saying so but there was a couple of good ones this week um i really enjoyed the jane fonda interview on armchair expert that was really good she's like 85 and she is as sharp as a tack and super down to earth and wise very wise she's I was I was impressed with her. It was a captive, uh, stimulating, captivating interview. I liked it. I haven't listened to that one yet, but I do. I I heard part of it just from you listening to it, and yeah, I was. I don't want to say surprised, but I was like, for yeah, for like eighty five. I mean, it seemed like it was pretty like. Oh yeah. It, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the conversation. Yeah, was there was no lull in you know conversation. It mm-hmm. was ever. I mean, she was very quick and just seemed like on point, and I mean, mm-hmm. very sharp. So. Uh-huh. Well, I started in a book this week that I got when we were in D.C. I might mess up the title. I think it's just called How to Read Water. So I've just read like three or four chapters of that, and I left it in my car. You got it at Mount Vernon, right? I No, I got it at the um, oh. Museum of Natural History. Is that the one I got it at? I think is the that, Art is Museum. Is that the official name of that? No, not the Art Museum. I got all my books at the museum, the other one. Oh, okay. Yep. Because I got one that on was trees. The Natural History Museum. And I got another one. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. Yes. Um. So yeah, and then I, I forgot because s- we went to the gift shop at first, mm-hmm. walked around, and then you went back in there, and we got them at the end. Yes. I forgot about that. Okay. Um. And then um, I started listening to a new book that was recommended to me. Well, actually, this. Have you ever heard of holotropic breathe breathwork? What do you think? <laughs> what you guess? <laughs> This guy, it's, a, it's a, supposedly like, his name is Stan Groff, and he... Div- holotropic? Holotropic breathwork. Okay. Um, but I decided to see if Audible had any books on it, and sure enough, they do, and it, it's actually free. So I was like, sweet, I don't even have to pay for it. So I'm, I, But I'm not that far into it. I mean, I'm not even halfway into it. But it's really interesting because apparently this guy, along with um, Is other, it very dry? Is it heady? Or is it actually like No, it's pretty... It's pretty easy read, okay. easy listen. Okay. Um, and he, along with, um, I'll, of course, I'm just speaking here without um, having taken any notes, but him along with, like, like as far as, like, providing accurate information here, um, him and some other dudes in the psychology world, um, in, like, the, I think it was, like, 60s, 70s, developed this framework and this breathing practice and it's like highly structured and highly supervised and it's this whole thing like you'd have to go like see a professional and do it but the point is is that supposedly it through this breath work you can get to an altered state of consciousness which I have no interest in doing (laughs) because but I'm interested in learning about the science behind it um they developed it after the psychedelic research world was kind of well shut down right it was shut down in the there's like netflix specials on this but it was around that time right the, the 60s. u.s government i think it was in the 60s when they yeah they really clamped down on it because mm. there's like 
like Harvard Medical School and all these different prestigious universities were finding all sorts of things they were learning about this. And as far as just like treating mental health, like not an abuse, like people were abusing these things, but they could be done in a controlled, safe manner, supposedly. I don't know. Anyways, it's obviously a reemerging field. We hear about it all the time. Um, But because it was, these were like outlawed and I'm, they were put under some sort of drug class where like you couldn't, like the scientists couldn't even do any work with them anymore. Um, they found supposedly through breath breath work, you can get, you can also um, elicit the same experience that maybe you would get from psilocybin or like these different psychedelics. Um, So I think it's interesting. It's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. When you started telling me about it, I was like, that sounds like something I would totally do. Uh Uh-huh. And then you were saying like, oh, to be like, to practice it, like you have to be willing to devote possibly hours at a time to your clients your people coming in because it some people it takes hours and hours for them to reach this state and i'm like yeah i don't as a person trying to do it i don't even want to sit there for hours and try to get (laughs) like that that's way too much work yeah because it's and again i'm gonna i can't speak intelligently about this but i want to speak about it it's like they've claimed to have like been able to like map the psyche and like you can um again attain these higher levels or altered levels of consciousness and retrieve maybe memories from in utero that may have been traumatic to you because, and and I would like to, I need to get the hard copy of the book because I think you can, they'll show you like they've got this whole thing mapped out and I can't, when I'm just listening on Audible, I can't see that obviously, but they relate a lot most, I think almost <laughs> um, all human issues like mental health concerns or whatever back to those like maybe even in utero and in the birth process like the birthing experience so i think that's basically what they're saying they can claim that like any sort of maybe behavior or um oh gosh what's the words i'm looking for here but things that we are doing now or maybe our maladaptive ways of thinking or seeing or feeling can be related back to maybe like one core experience and then if you can attain this higher level this not higher this altered level of consciousness and re-experience these memories you can sort of re-experience them in a way that's healing that just like you know you see people when we watch these documentaries about people going through Mm -hmm. these experiences through psychedelics yeah, that sounds. But they map it back to like crazy the 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 um your childbirth experience. Yeah, that that sounds crazy, but yeah. they're probably. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, they've done a lot of research on it, but I think there's probably a lot of truth in whether that's a hundred percent it or whether that's you know, but it could yeah. be a major causal factor of yeah uh, certain things. So but... you know, I'm not like you know, I'm I'm open to any of this. I like I'll listen to it, and I'm like, this is interesting. We were talking last week about my aversion to museums and you know having to just sort of like um navigate through corridors and not knowing where exits are and like just how uh-huh. that has always yes. been such an aversion to me and i've always you know i think i was born pretty claustrophobic and i'll eat all of these all of these different things where i just feel like i'm kind of like trapped and um unknown where how to navigate out of a situation so you know my coach person she's all into this um she i don't know i guess back up i don't know that she's all into this but she she has you know asked several times like do you know what do you know about your birth experience and i'm just like i'm again i'm open to considering but i'm not like totally buying it i'm not necessarily clinging on to these ideas either i do find them interesting but you know my mom has always told me that like i i was I came out like fast. It was there was nothing, n- nothing to re- you know exciting to report there. It was an uneventful process. But I also remember she also has said that like I came very quickly, like to the point where she was worried that I might come out in the car. Like maybe not like literally, but just like she got to hold me in because we're not going to get to the hospital in time. And I'm like, oh well, that's interesting. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something to that. And I was sort of trapped in there. Like I was ready to come out, and I was held back for a while. Until she could get to the hospital. Well, in that explanation, (laughs) I like it. So here's what I'll say about that. Because, you know, as in anything, and obviously you can research it, you can come up with conclusions and, you know, you can find data to support a lot of things. Uh What I always wonder is even through some of the psychedelic um, things, which I do believe there's a transformative experience for a lot of people, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. I have no doubt about that. What I always question, though, is in like in this case, if you're able to re-experience that, mm-hmm. but then you're kind of told 
or and I don't know how this works, so I'm totally just spitballing here. But if you're told, well, we can trace this back to your your birth, basically, or being in utero, mm-hmm. your you know these things, and you can go back and you can have this experience, and then you're told that okay, we're gonna have you re-experience this, and we're gonna shift the narrative about what you know what transpired or everything and I, else. And I guess I'm not so, really sure that that's how it works. I, don't, I should get through the. Book. I don't know how it works. What I guess, but, <laughs> but this, we've watched, we've observed yeah. people go through psilocybin. So this would apply to yes, this would apply to kind of any of those types of. Mm-hmm. Treat, could be anything mm-hmm. but if you tell if, if somebody is under the impression that this is the thing that's caused them to think this way and be this way mm-hmm. is it like p- placebo effect where i'm told this is the thing and i just re-experienced this and i have a totally different outcome of this wow i feel better is it really addressing you know what i mean does that well, make I sense think to it's you because this is but that's also like Yes, because that's valid because, well, first of all, I think... Doesn't negate the treatment or the... Just because, the, the, oh, this is the other thing, though. The whole point of going through, like, somebody could say to me, well, maybe you, you know, you have, like, primal fear, panic in these situations because of a birth experience, or you're a birth experience. Somebody just telling me that isn't necessarily going to heal me. I think the point is, is that you get to the what happens when you are in this altered state of consciousness, you, you, the memory, it, memories are retrieved. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times people, I think the idea is, is that they don't necessarily go in there with an agenda, but these mem, the theory is maybe these memories are in our psyche and imprinted and within us, but we have suppressed them. And these experiences allow you to tap into them and they just come up. And then while you're there, it's coming up and then you have a guide that helps you through it in a loving and compassionate way so that it is re-experienced wholly and it's a new experience of that. Does that make sense? So that's like, and you can say that same thing about being in therapy, like as you are processing through some maybe thoughts and feelings you have about something or a a traumatic experience, your therapist is there guiding you and assisting you in re-experiencing that in a way that is healing. And so you're just, it's just a new experience. That's what, I guess that's my point is it doesn't negate the, the, the effect, effectiveness of the treatment or anything else, because if it addresses that core wound or whatever it is yeah. that you're you're addressing, uh-huh. what I'm saying is you're maybe are are you sometimes pinpointing this thing and saying this is the thing that's causing this, and you're reliving that experience, and you're doing that. And then you're equating that to, let's say you're an anxious person. Mm -hmm. This is where my anxiety comes from. Mm -hmm. And almost in that, you're rewiring your brain to be like, I don't need to be anxious anymore Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. this is where it comes from. Mm -hmm. I mean, does it really all come from there or is it? I don't, again, I'm not an expert here. I'm just thinking what my thoughts, I'm saying what my thoughts are on that. One is that I've never heard anybody say that they're just fixed when this is done. I think what it does is it brings them a new level of insight, but it also brings their nervous system a new level of insight. Okay. That it's makes like, sense. oh, I, I know what this could be like. I've experienced what this could be like. I can bring that up again. I think the idea is like, for example, let's say I find myself in a tunnel that I can't get out of and there's no end. My brain isn't, my nervous system, my psyche, whatever, I'm not not speaking intelligently about this, has already, like, fight or flight just kicks in because it's like, oh, the last time this happened, this is, your nervous system just does its thing. Whereas if you allow yourself to slow down and re-experience it and manage your nervous system through that, now you have tools and resources to do that going forward. But if people are walking around unconscious of why their fight or flight is kicking in, then they're not, the, the idea here is, is that there's I, not I buy that, that process. I buy that completely. Does, you, does I buy, that make sense? Yeah, no, I buy that 100%. And that makes that makes perfect sense because you're right. It's maybe being in touch with that and being able to identify that. And this yeah. is where this is kicking in or this is where this is what this, you know, this experience doesn't have to and go then this there's way. A rewiring. So I'm able to actually, yeah. And there's a rewiring that happens within so that maybe next time your nervous system doesn't say, yeah. I need to run for my life or freeze for my life. No, yeah. that, that makes perfect sense. And again, I, you know me and I, I'm all for like the psychedelic movement and everything else controlled and all of that like i think i think it's fascinating it is fascinating i I don't ever ever want to participate in it i don't think yeah (laughs) i told told you that i would be open to that experience 
Um, I don't have the anxiety that you have, yeah. which scares me a little bit because, oh, what if it went, you know, wrong, terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't have the anxiety. I think that that would be, for somebody like me, would probably open up a lot of things for me. And maybe, may, may, maybe not. But, you know, some of that part of that, depending on what you're looking to get out of it or what the experience is for you, like, I just wonder, like, you have that experience, but then how much of the maybe, um, whatever outcome desired is placebo versus you know does it actually no that's what i say it doesn't negate at any way the effectiveness of maybe what the the treatment Uh or whatever Uh you know that is i think the idea is is that it's potentially a fast forward experience like with these altered states of consciousness i think the idea behind it is is that it's a fast forward towards like awareness about why what's going on oh. why are we why are we responding the way we are to these to life events well, like it taps you it allows you to tap into and that's some why deeper for levels me, within yourself in my mind <clears throat> you know and obviously there's risk in anything you do so I, I completely understand that and for some people it's like I absolutely is not worth the risk like why why I don't need to do that that's how I feel about it yeah <laughs> for and, and, and for me I'm like for man myself. if I could fast forward and figure some shit out maybe <laughs> that how I respond to things and what I do, even if they're not dramatic and I don't, you know, there's no clinical, you know, issue per se, but like if I issue, (laughs) if I could, if I could learn more about myself in this, in this, you know, the sped up way and open my mind up. Like, yeah, I think that's pretty amazing. It's pretty dope. Yeah. And you know, and I guess I think about too, like what if, you know, it's, I don't even, again, I don't, <laughs> I'm an expert here. It's interesting because actually Dax was interviewing Tim Ferriss on his podcast this week. I'm not through the that interview yet either, but he talks a lot. He's a big, huge um, funder of this research and he talks a lot about it. But um, I don't even know that like necessarily anyone's saying, maybe they are, that like if a memory comes up, like a traumatic memory, like a, your birth experience, that maybe that didn't even actually happen. But if, if it's in your psyche, it might be driving yes. you in your everyday life. Yes. Okay. And then you're not aware of it. And now you're like, oh, it's just like a dream, right? Like this thing in my dream didn't actually happen. But yes. guess what? It's That experience is in that's, my psyche. That's a better way to and kind of. That's yes. informing the way I carry myself in the world. Yeah. You know what I you're, mean? Exactly. I guess that was my whole thing is you're you're equating two things together yeah. and then but you're right that's a question well you're having this whole experience and i remember this do you remember it or are you is it a different who knows it, right. but it doesn't matter because yeah. if the outcome is that you're more connected and you feel like yeah you've grown from you're, it, yeah and ma- again more, you might be in touch with what some of your yeah. primal primal um fears are or and so that helps bring a lot of things to consciousness it brings the unconscious to the conscious, and then it helps you be more fully aware in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe someday in the right medical controlled setting, maybe well, I mean, I'll have that yeah, experience. I mean, it's, I feel like it's becoming more and more available. That's what I'm saying. It seems like it's, And yes. I feel like especially for end of life, I know they've been talking about yeah. this for a while, but I used to work in end of life, and I feel like it's becoming more like more and more accepted in the world of like maybe we should i'm curious how soon it'll be more mainstream that mm-hmm. we're prescribing these at end of life over like morphine and stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah so maybe that's, that's when your experience with it will be Jim. that i was that's what i was <laughs> gonna say is yeah it probably will be then and i'll be like why didn't i do this 40 years ago yeah. hopefully i can say that yeah the whole thing like, makes me nervous though no thanks. everything makes you nervous yeah i mean getting in the car and driving makes you nervous oh, so. stop it does not <laughs> you still do it i mean yeah but i should say flying makes you nervous well yeah it Uh, makes a lot of people makes a lot of people nervous but we were not meant to fly we don't have i know we've already talked about this i'm just saying it's yes it's it's an it does seem like a bit of a silly phenomenon that i have to sign on to it's cool just getting this big metal just kind of like my birth experience like why do i have to wait for you to go to the hospital lady before i can get out of here i'm ready to get out of here now like nature is saying that i'm ready to exit your body and some silly scientists are saying i we have to wait a little bit (laughs) some silly scientists scientists yeah (laughs) yeah wait for you to get to the hospital well that's why (laughs) Mm, never mind anyway (laughs) so 
cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So what are you uh what are you looking forward to this week before we go <laughs> away? Do you have any any do you have any goals this week? Do I have any goals yes. this week? Um nope, not more of the same. Just more of the same. Okay. I would like to you have, you have a lot of flowers to plant. I do. I'm gonna Which that's been that's you've been tasked with that. Yep. I will finish planting the flowers because the people that have been working at our house are done with their project. And I also we find I didn't I wanted to um I never got around to planting a vegetable garden on our little porch. What is that thing called? Well, it's a patio, like a raised planter. A raised planter. Um, so we went today to the nursery and just got some produce that's already been started. So I don't have to plant from the seed because it's too late for that, for many of the things yeah. that we want to grow. So I will plant those tomorrow as well. Okay. That's exciting. Make sure you add a little dirt. You need a little dirt in those. Okay. I have to tell you that. Why? Because you won't. Why do we have to add dirt? Um... Well, it's good to have some fresh soil to have better nutrients in there, but also because they you can add a little bit more dirt and give the roots a little bit more room to move around in there and grow. Okay. That's why. Is this just something that you prefer or is this actually grounded in Oh, it's probably logic? just something I prefer. Okay. It looks better. It looks because, better. I mean, there's a lot of room in there right now. <laughs> okay. Just please, just humor me here. Okay. I like it to be a little higher. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Cool. Did you get that deck stain this week? And... <laughs> I got half the deck stained, and I then I we, ran we out talked, of stain. Yeah, we know that. And, and then, then it was going to get done Wednesday. It was going to get done Wednesday. The stain came Wednesday, <laughs> and then it rained. And so today would have been a perfect day to do it, but we were gone all day. Um, I got to look at the forecast, but I think we're good. So tomorrow night might be a good time to finish it up, hopefully. Okay. Okay. You're going to do that? Is it going to rain? I, what I did know. I just say? I oh. know what you said. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Got all the mulch spread, though. That is done. Mm-hmm. So everything is actually looking... So what are your goals, good. then, this week, besides staining the deck? Um, I have to stain the deck. Um, and I would like to... We got our new TV, our media council, for the TV. Mm-hmm. And I've got to move some wiring through the walls and stuff and make a few changes with that. So I would like to get that done, but that's a bit of an undertaking. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that because I don't want to leave it half a mess before we're gone for the weekend. Okay. It's either going to be because I got to drill some holes and do some stuff. So, you know. Okay. I can like maybe get that started. Okay. All goes well. I could get it done, but it doesn't ever go well. All right. Any other goals? Um, Be a good dad. Be a good <laughs> husband. <laughs> what about are you going to um, work out? Uh, Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Can we get some concrete <laughs> no, goals on no, that? No, like, no, at no. least like days of the week. Um, <laughs> I am going to run six miles this week. Oh, before Friday. Before Friday. Okay. You've already run three. And I'm going to lift once. No, I was thinking six more. Okay, good. That's good. And I'm going to lift at least once. Okay. Why just once? <laughs> well, if I want to get the deck done, I have to work. And how long does it take to lift? Um, twenty minutes. Okay, then I think you could pretty you could you could find room for that every day. If everything probably. goes well, what if you just woke up twenty minutes earlier tomorrow? Let's not push it here. Oh, let's this. not push it here. If I get up twenty minutes earlier, then I'm gonna just be like, I need to. If I get get up twenty minutes earlier, I need to go to work twenty minutes earlier. Like, and then maybe leave a little bit earlier. But no, you could get up twenty minutes earlier, go downstairs, oh, I know lift what, for I, twenty minutes. I know what your point and is. Leave for work. That's at the just same not that you what do. feels. For as much. What if you try something different, Jim? Maybe, maybe I'll try that tomorrow. Maybe it's late, but now. Okay. But that's a thought. Okay. And it sounds like a it sounds like a good thought. What's holding you back? Me. Okay. My desire to sleep. <laughs> Twenty more minutes. Because I have to get up. Yeah, but it, will, it might make you feel better I have better to let the, the dog out. I have to do all that. I have Please. to make you coffee. Okay. Yeah, those take about five minutes total combined. Yeah, maybe it would be nice to make coffee and go down and lift. Yeah. With my coffee. Yeah, I mean, should. there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> get you some can water, donate, get you some could coffee. You could do it in your bare feet. Yes. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to shoot for that. Okay. Maybe you should just try it. Maybe you should just show up. <laughs> like... Set the goal, make the goal. I don't like to commit. Very, that, yeah, so you don't need to. Like, you know, just just say, I'm going to go to the basement. I'm going to make coffee and I'm going to walk to the basement and see what happens. Just commit to that much. I'll commit to that. Okay. Okay. That's an easy one. Yeah. 
Does that does that feel better for you? Does that change the situation? No, that's that's a full on commitment right there. It and is not. It's not. No, no. I'm just saying it is because I know once I say I'm going to commit to that means I'm committing to lifting too. Yes. I'm not going to back out of I that. I know you're not. That's yeah, why. that's what but, I'm saying. So that's a full on commitment. But not really. I want you to truly just <laughs> picture yourself going to the basement and maybe laying on the bench for a second. <laughs> laying on the bench. Just one step at a time. Can I wear my robe? Sure. Shorts if you want to. Bare feet in a robe. Sure. It's a good look. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. You got it. Okay. For real. I know. So does that mean you're not going to do your, you're not going to do dream journaling Make you coffee? This week? I actually brought my journal up. I saw that. Yeah. I didn't I bring a pen that. with so, it, I don't think, but I brought the journal which up. Which is a step. Okay. You yeah. brought the journal up. I that's did. what happens next. <laughs> yeah, do you have a pen? Maybe No, that's what I just step. said. I don't think I brought a pen up with it. Okay. Maybe I might have though. I might have. Okay. I don't think so I So that's step two. But uh, so maybe by Thursday you will. Yeah, and I've actually thought about it, and I feel like again I, I have to be um, more mentally like I have to uh, how you phrase it, but basically tell myself at night I'm going to remember my dreams in the morning because I feel like I've had some off the wall crazy dreams and gone in a flash okay like before i would even get a chance to write them down i just feel like i wake up and i'm like i had crazy dreams and i couldn't tell you at all what they were so yeah. i think maybe it's like maybe waking up in the i don't know i don't know if i wake up in the middle of the night but at some point like recognizing that that was a weird wild dream but it's like before i wake up and get up if that makes sense say that again well what i'm what i'm quite what i'm wondering is I there's been a couple nights where I've been like like this is a fucked up like weird dream whatever's going on mm-hmm. and maybe I'm maybe at some point I'm waking up in the middle of the night for a split second and that's when I'm remembering it because when I wake up like in the morning mm-hmm. I don't remember it so I'm like okay so at what point am I having this mm-hmm. I this consciousness that this is a dream and mm-hmm. this is crazy and all of mm-hmm. this you know and, and being aware of that because when i wake up i couldn't tell you anything about it so at some point though i'm recognizing that it's a dream and okay. that there's something going on so maybe when you like open your eyes yeah i don't know you should pause and see if you can remember it not in the middle of the night but yeah okay yeah, that might be it. Yeah, and so, you know what? Maybe it is like sometimes Rudy makes a little bit of noise in the morning, and so I like kind of like half wake up to see like what's he doing. Mm-hmm. But if he's not making a lot of noise, I go back to bed, and it could be you know I don't know, it could be four in the morning. Um, maybe, but anyway, that's just something I've been noticing. It's like, well, I'm having these uh, memories or these th- these visions of what these dreams look like, but not. When I wake up. So, okay. Anyway, I haven't been great about recording my dreams this week. In fact, I don't think I recorded. I, have you any. done it? Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, I gonna, haven't seen you do it. I just got. I did get lazy, and then I did have one, and I was like, "Oh, I should write that down." There wasn't much to it, but I, I need to just write it down, anyways. Um, and I didn't. I I feel like I had a job interview at Dairy Queen, <laughs> and another one. And I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was funny an, for so another reasons. job interview. I feel like at a similar type place. And oh yeah, that is coming back to me now. I feel like it was like at the MSU Union or like something like it was like some place that like looked like that. And I was like, yeah. But anyways, I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember thinking like I don't want to be here. That was so interesting. Now I wish I would see. I wish I would have. Wish I would have recorded it. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. So we'll both make that more of a goal this week. Okay. I will try to commit to twice this week recording okay. my dreams. That's a good start. Maybe even just one. How about that? <laughs> one one would be good. I feel like committing to two is better. Yeah, but you can't control when you're going to remember it necessarily. Yes. So like if you only remember one, then that's all you can do. So maybe, maybe you know what? And I, again, I don't even know if I have a pen up here. But maybe what I need to do is no matter what, if I wake up and I don't remember, mm-hmm. date, don't remember. Uh, that's what I did. Is I that, did not okay. do that this week, but that's what I've been doing. Okay. I did that for like. Oh, there's some the accountability, and like you start getting yourself trained to. Yes. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So, what are you going to commit to this week? Um, I told you more of the same. Okay. <laughs> keep it up. Keep up. The, keep up the good work. Depending on the weather, um, I last week I you already do did a, a pathetic jog outside in the morning. Yeah, you already do a ton more than me. And in that. Wave. It was amazing. And I, so I, I, I was like, you know what, I need to commit to this, especially while the weather is comfortable. <laughs> and then, um, and last night I ran on the treadmill and then we did it again this morning outside. And that was amazing. So I would, I want to try to commit to 
these morning outdoor runs when I can, when it's conducive to my schedule. I think that's, I think that's a very good goal. Only because I think running outside versus running on the treadmill. I mean, both are useful, but there is something about being outside. I just read you today that little thing about the study with the birds and, um, mm-hmm. you know, that it leads to better health, supposedly, just hearing the birds. What did you read? You read the study? No, I didn't. Re- I didn't read the study. It, oh. it was sounded like it was uh, like multiple studies have found by asking these people, asking people questions, not specifically about birds, mm-hmm. um, but just about, I, I don't know if it was about nature, whatever, however it was structured, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like multiple studies came to this conclusion that one thing that was a common thread between people that seemed to have better health, mm-hmm. and whatever that means, yeah. I'm not sure, was just hearing birds. Yeah. Okay. Being well, around birds, hearing birds. We have learned, we are learning more and more every day. W- w- ancient wisdom, we are learning through science, modern science is more and more validated all the time. We know that being outside is regulating to your nervous system. And so even just like having your bare feet on the ground or, but, but just under the sun, breathing in the fresh air, being around the elements, that is regulating to your nervous system in and of itself. So that's a case for running outside versus the treadmill in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, I don't know why, but for some reason, running outside is more physically demanding on me. So I tend to go slower and not go as far. And that sometimes can feel like, well, I want to go on the treadmill because, you know, I feel like there's just, it's easier. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So I'm going to say two things. The treadmill clearly is a little bit softer. Yeah. You know, our track here is asphalt. It's not a rubber, you know, coated track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You run around the neighborhood. It's a little bit hilly. It's not Mm -hmm. super hilly, but it's a little bit hilly Mm -hmm. in the cemetery, especially. The cemetery is Um, very hilly and I hate hills, but today we did hills. We did. But I, but I have to wonder when you say it's more physically demanding, do you think it's it might be psychological. I was going to say, do you think it's more mentally demanding because of all the other variables out there that you, you Maybe. know, are distractions that you yeah. just are then bringing in? And for somebody like you, that that is. Because I like to have my music on. So then I feel like I got to like look around to make sure there's not bikers coming up on me or cars or there's just, it feels like I have to engage more of right. in that way. So maybe. So I think when you're in the treadmill, it's. Linear, like you say. It's very steady. It's very much, it's controlled. It's completely in your control. Uh Uh-huh. So I just, you know, even temperature changes outside or, you know, there's so many different variables that impact how you're going to feel. So I think, I I just think it probably is more psychological than. Yeah. And I feel like the older I get, the more sensitive I am to that. Like, I mean, just from even like a breathing perspective, like on, there's certain days out there where it's like, I'm more, I get more um i don't want to say short of breath but you know what i mean like it's just like yeah, a little more winded quicker more or, winded yeah. thank you and so then i get frustrated and i and so i don't know but i again i don't i'm not gonna do that to myself i'm just gonna say i'm out here let's not get stressed about my performance let's just do it yeah good 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 i feel like there was something else i was gonna say about that and i totally lost it shoot shoot so that's a goal oh i know I know what my other goal is. A couple of weeks ago, I got a book. I decided I wanted to try to adhere more to the Mediterranean diet. And that was maybe more than a couple of weeks ago now. <laughs> you and I made one recipe out of it. Um, and then I did make a like a salad this week out of vegetable salad this week out of it. So I want to commit to making more meals out of that cookbook. Maybe I should start small and just do once a week. I... We did cancel our HelloFresh subscription for now. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I think I would like to do that. That re- I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot to the Mediterranean diet. There's a lot of herbs and spices that you have to have on hand at all times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you had mentioned with the HelloFresh, I mean, it was good, but it was just, we were cooking, like basically making a meal for two people. Mm-hmm. And so when we had the kids, it didn't really work unless we made multiple meals, which was a lot of work to make multiple different meals. Yeah, but so, I want to but, I want to still, uh, I want to subscribe to one of those though still because we were having um, Christopher make I them. I was just going to say And that, I want him to continue to do that to... because I feel like he's learning a lot thank you, from that process. Thank you for speaking for me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's exactly where I was going with that okay. was that that was the whole thing. But what I was going to suggest is you do have that other book, and I don't think that there's anything probably in there that 
I mean, it. I listen. I have a lot of cookbooks. The problem with the cookbooks is that I, it requires me to go to the store and buy the ingredients, and then I'm just already exhausted. And I get home and I'm like, no thanks, not going to cook. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say Christopher can still help make those meals, even if they're not. But the HelloFresh was just easy because we is, could be like, you're making why, this. Here's your yes, your sheet. You have you're all do you this. need. You do it. That's yeah. why. I, that's why I want to stick to it. The other one requires work for me, and I don't want to participate in that. So okay, that's fair. I that's fair. And and I mean. We do need the meals, so it's not like it's just a waste, right, right? You know, no, no, no. I totally, I totally agree with that. But I was just gonna say we could do it without doing that. But, but it is you much and I easier. could commit to one of the meals from at least once, one, yeah, or to two of the Mediterranean. No, diet. we can absolutely do that. And it is one thing that I didn't do much last year. I've never. I always say I'm gonna do more of it, but I'd like to grow more this year too. So yeah, well, and we are. So I activated, reactivated the Arrow Garden so that we could have the fresh herbs available to us, um, and then obviously planting stuff outside. So yep. all right. So well, there's that. There's that. So those are my goals related to health and wellness. Okay. Well, if I'm gonna get up <laughs> in the morning and make some coffee and go downstairs, we should probably wrap this thing up. I think you're right. Okay. Well, I love you. (laughs) I love you.